0: Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today. But before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps, and that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey. Designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course. Direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPcybertraining.com Cybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk and CISSP Training Podcast where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam the first time. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to pass the CISSP exam and grow your cybersecurity knowledge. All right, let's get started. Let's go. Hey, y'all, this is Sean Gerber with CISSP Cyber Training, and today is exam question Thursday. We're gonna be getting you some awesome CISSP questions today. And where this is a, the, the ultimate purpose of this is to provide you some questions and some potential work throughs as what the question is asking for. The ultimate goal of taking the CISSP is passing the test, right? Well, if you're gonna pass the test, you need to understand some of the questions and how they may ask them. These questions that the, we talked about previously is that we want you to understand just by understanding or trying to memorize questions is not going to meet your needs. You need to make sure that as you're looking at the CISSP and the various questions that are tied to it, that you understand the concepts, not that you actually try to memorize the questions. We talk about that you need to have at least probably close to 2,000 questions under your belt um, and I know you're probably going, Oh my gosh, that's a lot. And it is. And the, but the ultimate goal of that is not for you to memorize 2000 questions. It's for you to understand the process. When I took the CISSP and failed it the first time, I did not understand that. I thought I just had to pass it based on under, based on just memorizing the questions. And back then you probably could because I'm really old. But now in today's world, you can't do that. There is no way that you're going to be able to memorize all these questions. And because these questions now are, getting access to the full bank of questions is very, I don't know if you even can, other than people potentially, if they take a test, they go and write them down. That's too much work. It's just understand the content and you'll pass it. It's that simple. Okay. So we're going to get into domain six and we're going to talk about security controls and security assessments. So question number one, which of the following is a primary objective of security control testing? Okay. Which of the following is a primary objective of security control testing? A, identify and remediate vulnerabilities, evaluate the effectiveness and implement security controls, establish a baseline for future security control testing, or identify potential attack vectors for an attacker. Okay, which of the following is a primary objective? Again, keywords, focus on keywords when taking the test. A, identify or remediate, evaluate the effectiveness, establish a baseline, or identify potential attack vectors. The answer is B, you want to, the primary objective is that of a security control testing is to evaluate the effectiveness and implement security controls, okay? Because guess what? If you go down the fact of you're looking for vulnerabilities, they will come, they will go. If you're looking for a baseline for future security control testing, that, that's, that doesn't really help you anything. That's what I would throw out. And then D, identify potential attack vectors for an attacker. It does help you give you some ideas, but at the end of the day, it's not gonna be the, the be all end all for that. Which of the following is a type of security control test? Okay, so it's a security control test. A, penetration testing. B, vulnerability scanning. C, threat modeling. Or D, code review. Okay, so which of the following is not a type of security control test? So as I'm reading through that going, well, all of these are security control tests. Why are they not? Which one is not? Look for that keyword, not. So of those that are not a security control test, A, penetration testing, B, vulnerability scanning, C, threat modeling, D, code review. All three of A, B, and D are all testing. Threat modeling is not a control test, okay? So that's one that you want to look at. Which of the following is an example of compliance-based security control tests? A, penetration testing, B, security policy reviews, C, vulnerability scanning, or D, risk assessments? So if you're looking at this, what are the different options around a security control test that might be available? And the answer comes down to is B, a security policy review is an example of a compliance based security control test. So if you're doing a review of your policies, that is where it's more compliance based. The other ones are more penetration testing and vulnerability scanning are more looking at the specific aspects of getting in. It's not really a compliance based type test. Which of the following limitations are of, of vulnerability scanning? One, it's time-consuming. B, it's costly. C, it does not identify zero-day vulnerabilities. Or D, it provides a comprehensive assessment of security controls. It does not provide a comprehensive. So which is a limitation? So the answer will be C. It does not identify against zero-day vulnerabilities. It just doesn't help you with that. Okay, the other ones, and it's not any of A, B, or D. They're they're Really, they can be costly, but not so much. It's more along the lines of zero-days. It does not dig out zero-day vulnerabilities. Okay, which of the following benefit is a benefit of conducting a penetration test? A, it provides a comprehensive assessment of security controls. B, identifies vulnerabilities in the system. C, assesses the effectiveness of an incident response procedures. Or D, is less expensive than other types of security control tests. Okay, so which of the following benefit of conducting a penetration test? It provides a comprehensive assessment. It identifies vulnerabilities. It assesses effectiveness or it's less expensive than other types of controls. So if you look at that, it is a more or less expensive in most cases, but that's not what the actual question, that's not the prior, the benefit of it. The benefit of a penetration, I shouldn't say, no, I shouldn't say it's not less expensive. That's for vulnerability scanning. Penetration tests, no, they are very expensive. Sorry, misquote. Uh, penetration tests, though, provide a comprehensive assessment of what you're trying to accomplish. So they or when you're dealing with the actual answer, it's a comprehensive assessment is A. They will give you a comprehensive assessment of the security controls for that specific area. Each of those areas won't be as much. Which of the following is an example of a manual security control test? A, vulnerability scanning. B, penetration testing. C, security policy review. Or D, code review. So which of the example of a manual security control test? We talked about in the last podcast, manual security control tests would fall under B. Penetration testing is a very manual process. We talked about not using it from an automated standpoint. You want to avoid that as much as possible. Next question, which of the following is a limitation of security control testing? A, it's time-consuming. B, it's costly. C, it requires specialized technical skills. Or D, it cannot be performed on cloud-based systems. So which of the following is a limitation of security control testing? A, it's time consuming. Can and cannot be. B, it's costly. It can be, but if you have an individual doing it, it may not be as costly as you think. C, requires specialized technical skills. Yes, it does. And D, it cannot be performed on cloud-based systems. Yes, it does require special skills. The answer is C. Uh, again, we talked about if you would just have, throw somebody at it to go out and start scanning things yeah, you could end up putting yourself in legal jeopardy. So you want to avoid that. So it does require someone who understands what they're doing. Which of the following is an example of a black box security control test? Okay, A, code review, B, vulnerability scanning, C, penetration testing, or D, security policy review? Okay, so which of the following is an example of a black box security control test? Okay, black box is what you're basically saying it's... It's its own box. You can't, you don't know much about it at all. It's black, okay? A, code review. So it's kind of hard to do a code review when you don't know what it. B is vulnerability scanning. Well, you kind of have to know the, a little bit about the system of what it is. C, penetration testing. Hmm, uh, you talked about individual. And then D, a security policy review. The answer is C, Penetration testing is a black box security control test because the tester has no prior knowledge of the system or its internal workings. So that is your black box. It's unknown. And so therefore, a pen test is usually what is the best answer for that. All right. Um, Which of the following statements about security controls testing is false? Security control testing is an ongoing process. A- the goal of security control testing is identify and assess security controls. B, uh, the, C, as the results of security control testing are used to improve security posture, or D, security control testing is only performed once during the system development lifecycle. So, which of the following statements is about security control testing is false? So, if you go through each of those, A is true. B is true. C is true. D is security control testing is only 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 performed once during the system development life cycle. That is definitely false. Okay, you'd want to perform that on a numerous and routine basis. Last question, which of the following is a limitation of using vulnerability scanner for security control testing? A, vulnerability scanners cannot detect false positives. B, vulnerability scanners cannot identify zero days. C, vulnerability scanners are expensive to use. And D, vulnerability scanners require manual intervention to operate. So which of the following is a limitation of using vulnerability scanner for security control testing? If you go through those, the following limitation is B, vulnerability scanners cannot identify zero-day vulnerabilities. We talked about that before. They can't do that because they don't know they're there. So therefore, they can't do that. All right, hope you all have a wonderful day. That's all I've got for today. Go out to CISSP Cyber Training and catch out all my free resources. You can get access to my uh, email distribution and we can go ahead and I can give you all kinds of great stuff that's coming. We're just in the building phase, so there might be a little things and a little wonky at times, but everything is growing and we are expanding every single day. So go out to CISSP Cyber Training and get everything you need to help pass the CISSP the first time. All right, have a great day. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to cisspquestions.com and sign up to join my email list, and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources. So just head on over to free or cisspcybertraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day and we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya.